Welcome to Marvelicious Toys. We bring you news and reviews of Marvel toys, statues, and more. Because not all Marvel collections can be bagged and boarded. Hello and welcome to Marvelicious Toys Annual Holiday Gift Guide. This is Marjorie. This is Arnie. And this is Justin. Well, guys, there's no Black Friday this year. It's been canceled. Yeah, I can't believe it. From what I'm reading, we're recording this just before Thanksgiving. When you opened your newspaper this morning on Thanksgiving morning, there was no Best Buy ad for like the first time ever. Yeah. Who's opening a newspaper? What's a newspaper? Yeah. <laughs> I used to do it on Thanksgiving just for the ads. You don't find those online. <laughs> I used to deliver them as a kid, and yeah, Thanksgiving was always one of the worst day. I mean, biggest newspaper of the year. Not this year, because thanks to supply chain issues and retailers kind of waking up and realizing, you mean we can sell stuff more than one day a year? It feels like the sales have already happened, and so this is our 12th annual Marvelicious Toys Holiday Gift Guide. Holy cow. And for the first time, we'll be doing it without a Black Friday sales section, just because I have looked through all of the ads that are out so far, and unless 20% off at Macy's is really ringing your bell, there's nothing to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's been like Black Friday creep, you know? It's almost like black late October, early November now. It's not that there hasn't been sales, it's just they're come and gone already. I'm sure there will be some great bargains online. I'm still keeping my eye on that Wolverine X-Men Legends set on Amazon, feeling like that's due for a markdown, kind of the way the Wolverine Sentinel Legends set was a couple years back. So be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, and head to MarveliciousToys.com. On the whole Black Friday, Cyber Monday weekend, we're going to have a running list of the best Marvel sales on the toys that we would normally report about. But for now, we're going to focus on the Holiday Gift Guide and the show where we try to tell people, hey, let your spouse listen to this one and maybe you'll get something you weren't expecting. Or we're hoping for. I mean, Justin, your wife, my wife is on this show. Your wife isn't. But wouldn't your wife have trouble figuring out something Marvel to buy you, not knowing what you have, what you don't have? Oh, yeah. I mean, living in the same house, like, she wouldn't know. She would have no idea. She could go down the toy aisle and she could be smart enough to know, like, okay, Marvel Legends. I know he collects those and see him and then, then, like, get there and be like, have no idea what he might want or need here. So I'm I'm sure I'm not the only one in that boat. I'm guessing the majority of our listeners are in that same boat. And so just a reminder of the ground rules, we're looking at stuff that by and large isn't a pre-order, something that you can actually give the person during this holiday season. And yeah, trying to find things that odds are the person you're buying a Marvel gift for doesn't have as compared to the new Spider-Man No Way Home wave of Legends that's hitting. I got mine. Did you yet, Justin? Did I pick up that line yet? Yeah, I was lucky to piece that one together across a couple Walmarts last week. Looks like the hard one to find in that wave is going to be the Miles Morales, the gaming grades one. The invisible one? or No, that's the GameStop exclusive. Yeah, GameStop. It's just the regular black and red suit version of Miles Morales. It just seems to be the first one gone every time I see that wave. So let's dig into our gift guide. And while we're not suggesting a lot of Marvel Legends, because it is the main topic of this podcast figure maybe there's a couple of action figures we could squeeze into the gift guide that the person you're buying for 
may not have. The first I put on this list is still available, Big Bad Toy Store, Amazon, for far less than the MSRP, the Hitmonkey Deadpool Headpool 3-pack. <laughs> it's shocking to me that this is still available. This, this to me, must represent a little bit of Deadpool fatigue from a year and a half ago or something, because <laughs> I was geeked up about this, and I think I own it three times over at this point. Now, I bought it when it first came out. I saw it on sale like a few months later. Then I think I got it on an even bigger sale at some point. So I'm just like, well, I'm going to keep getting it every time I see it. Well, my reason for putting this on the list is A, it's a good bargain. B, everybody likes a Deadpool with a guitar. But C, the Hitmonkey series just dropped on Hulu last Wednesday. And I like the first couple episodes that I've watched. So now is a good time to get a Hitmonkey. And this white-suited one is a lot easier to get than trying to piece together the black-suited one from way back in like 2012, 2013. Yeah, and I think I said it last time when we talked about this set, but like even if you're not a customizer, this is an easy customization to make him a black suit hit monkey. Like not a lot of talent needed to to paint his suit coat black. What paint would you recommend for that though? Because I know like there's certain paints that will never dry on the plastic Hasbro uses. Yeah, always, always use acrylics and nothing glossy. Always go with a matte finish. Satin finishes are okay, but a matte finish acrylic is always the best on these type of plastics. Then next up, this has been going on a good sale at Amazon, the AIM Soldier 2-pack. During a pre-Black Friday sale, you could get this pack for $36, and $18 per trooper is about the price that Hasbro Pulse charges for their Troop Builder set, and you get a ton more accessories here than you get with the Hasbro Troop Builders. And the good thing is here, if the person you're buying for has them, now they have more. That's not a problem with Troop Builders. Right, and it's a true Troop Builder because there's multiple heads in there too. So it's like you can make the non-AIM Soldier one, like three or four different type of characters right out of the box with this. And then... This is the best one. <laughs> well, you, if you get a bunch of AIM soldiers, you want to put them around your MODOK, and this one is easy to walk into a room, and if it's not on a shelf, then they don't have enough MODOKs, is what I'll say. They may have a MODOK in a box somewhere, not good enough. They need the MODOK on the shelf, <laughs> so that way they can put the AIM troopers around to go with their leader and... This is also, this shocks me, but this is on sale all the time at Target. You can get this $55 figure for about $38. GameStop's had it for about one-third off. It's crazy. Really is. And I know, Marjorie, you love this figure. I do. I'm, I'm right there with you. Like, the, I, Arnie, I have it on a shelf. I have it in the box. I have MODOK coming out of my ears because... This figure I thought was going to be hard to find, so the first time I saw him, I bought him, and then Target had a sale, and I bought him again. But, that, you know, the great thing is, is he comes with two faces, so even if you are displaying him loose, you can have him with either face on and not have to worry about losing the other one. Plus, being in the box he's in, you'll wrap it, and the person who's getting it thinks you're buying them a shirt. It kind of is, you know, <laughs> shirt box shape. <laughs> it's almost VCR shaped getting a vcr this year yeah it's, it's a different shape box definitely and then i think the retro marvel legends these i think are finding their niche there's a lot of people who love them but i think the majority of legends collectors haven't taken that jump yet from just 
my experience online anecdotally. And so I think these are a lot of fun, and especially carded. You just have so many options now, four waves of these figures, so over 30 figures, I think, if my math is right, are out there that you could pick up and give somebody to have fun with that morning. Yeah, this is this is one of those lines, like you said, Arnie, where it's like, I think I see people just discovering it newly, almost weekly online, you know what I'm saying? Like, you see these longtime collectors saying like, oh man, never saw these before. Because they are kind of just slowly trickling out to stores. I mean, they've been on shelves for over a year now. But if you're not always in the toy aisle, it's something you could easily overlook. And with these card art, any collector would be happy to have at least a handful of these just because they're so cool looking. I think these do have a bit of a wow factor for a gift because of the packaging, personally. And just to let buyers know, the hard ones to find seem to be Black Suit Spider-Man, Silver Surfer, and then that translucent human torch. Yeah, anything with somewhat of a gimmick, right? But Black Suit Spider-Man is always going to be popular. Spider-Man in general is always going to be popular. But you start making translucent figures or you start making them shiny. Those are going to be the hot items. Outside of Hasbro Legends, though, one of the lines I really like, and I, I just looked this year, I cannot believe how many figures they've made in the Diamond Select Marvel line. There's, I, I think, over 100 figures, if I remember right. Definitely over 80 different figures they've made in the years. And one that was really expensive and hard to get, and they re-released him this year, is The Watcher. And I didn't care for the redesign they did for the Watcher on What If, and therefore the Hasbro Build-A-Figure let me down because you're not going to beat Jack Kirby. Don't redesign Jack Kirby. So go out and get this Diamond Select Jack Kirby Watcher, and that's the figure you need. Yeah, I mean, this, this figure is just kind of iconic. I mean, for so many years, I think this was the hardest to find, hardest to get Diamond Select release. Because it was, it was near the beginning of the line when it first came out. And it wasn't that popular of a figure. So I don't know their production numbers. But I'm guessing it wasn't a huge amount. Like, you know, if they're going to do a Hulk, I'm sure they figure that one's going to be popular and they do a big number. But the Watcher has always been hard to find. And this re-release really scratches that itch that so many longtime collectors could finally get it for under $300 that it was going for. Yeah, I picked this up. Way back 2011, I think, before the prices were really bad. I was like, oh man, 40. I could buy two other selects for that, but all right, I'll pay 40 because it's the Watcher. And then I saw it. I'm like, I opened it. <laughs> <laughs> so now I didn't feel so bad about that life choice now that they re released him. Now, here's a tip this pre sold out. Fast at Entertainment Earth, at Big Bad Toy Store. They sold through their allotments. But I did some Googling. A site I've never heard of, but it seems to be a comic store. ModernAgeReader.com has these in stock, $29.99. And keep in mind, Diamond Selects go through Diamond Distribution. They primarily deal with local comic shops. So if you're not able to find this, it might be worth giving your local comic shops a ring and being like, so, do you have Diamond Select figures? And if so, do you have the Watcher? Yeah, that's that's really good advice. That's exactly where you're going to find them, you know. The, the major online e-tailers, like you said, long sold out, but lots of comic shops around the country. Another line of figures that I really like, 
and they haven't put out a ton this year. I don't know if it's COVID-related or they just slowed down the Marvel line, but Mezco's 112 line of figures, they don't scale with Legends very well. I think Legends are a little above 112, you know, they're a little bigger, and I think these are probably more accurately 112, but... There's a ton of these out there in stock that didn't sell out, including I love the Stealth Armor Iron Man that you can get. It's $90 at Big Bad Toy Store. You get a bunch of accessories, the light-up arc reactor. I love Mesco 112, and we've been we've been covering them for years, and I, I don't think we've talked about them for a little while, but I think I'm ready to say that I think I like the 112 line more than I like the figure arts line. Wow. I think they've come that far in sculpt and quality that they've surpassed figure arts for me. Wow, that's huge. Do you go that way only with the armored figures, though? Because, I mean, we have talked about some of the clothed figures and Spider-Man and Daredevil and some of those feeling, you know, slightly dollish. Yeah, and it, it really does depend. You know what I'm saying? Like, it depends on how much cloth there is on a character. Like, for instance, somebody like Moon Knight, where he is wearing, like, a bodysuit but has, you know, sculpted boots and a belt and then a big cape. That material doesn't feel so wonky to me. But then you get into somebody who's wearing, like, more baggy clothes, like a Punisher, and that starts feeling a little bit more like a doll. So, yeah, there's there's a line there. But I am starting to appreciate the soft goods way more than I used to. Another one I put on the list, can't believe this is in stock, $80 at Big Bad Toy Store. I did a write-up review on our website of this figure back when it came out. The MCU Black Panther with a swap-out Chadwick Boseman head. Yeah. It comes with a bunch of other accessories, a couple of spear weapons, a shield. But to honor Chadwick... It, with such a great likeness in one twelfth scale. Yeah, th I think this is what I'm what I'm getting at is like they've they've really dialed in their portraits on their their face sculpts, and this speaks to what I'm talking about with the soft goods. This is a figure, a fully articulated figure, covered in a bodysuit that has actual physical texture on it to create the look of that suit. This is where I really appreciate this over what a figure arts can do, where it's just sculpted on to an articulated body. Then I also put on the list, there's a lot in stock at Big Bad Toy Store. So this is the last one I threw out there, just because I think it's an unusual figure with an unusual look. And I'm curious, Justin, what you think of these clothes. But the old man Logan with the baby Hulk from the comics. Yeah, I mean, this this is cool, but this is, this is where you start to lose me. This is where you... <laughs> That, that coat's starting to look a little puffy, little little bit like, you know, a kid wearing dad's clothes in a certain <laughs> certain degree. I just, I love the hat. I love the old man look. And I love that the coat had like the wires so you can do the posing. Yeah, they got the wires, but they still haven't figured out how to make stitches smaller. All I see is huge <laughs> stitch patterns. <laughs> well, even if you like these better than figure arts... I'm guessing you still like figure arts. I know I do. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying I, I'm done with figure arts. I'm just saying, like, if I had to pick one or the other, you know, it's a constant fight in my head that never is going to get resolved. But right at the moment, Mezco is winning that fight. Well, they came out with a, some great figure arts figures this year. I'm surprised. This one just started shipping. It's a little pricey. This is a $145 figure in the 112th scale, but that's because you're getting 
Falcon from Falcon and Winter Soldier. I mean, I know he's Captain America, but he hasn't put on the blue and white yet. So Falcon to me, Sam Wilson with the giant wingspan, the red wing on the stand. This is just, again, look at that portrait. Look at that likeness. Yeah, this this does look cool and those wings look cool. But what what outfit is this? Is this from the show? Like, is this what he's wearing prior to becoming Captain America? Like, I don't remember being so red and blue, but I've only ran through that show one time, so I could just be off of my memory. My memory is this is what he's wearing, like that first episode when he's going through the canyon and all that. Okay. And also, they went back and started redoing some of the 2012 Avengers figures, calling them Avengers Assemble, and these are much more reasonably priced, $90, you know, they don't have giant wings, but they have much better looking likenesses to the actors, stronger articulation, and cool accessories. I love the swinging Thor hammer accessory they've come with. So if you missed out on these way back when, and the secondary market was really overcharging for some of these, you're able to get them now, brand new, delivered. And yeah, again, if you're collector buys Marvel Legends, having a few of these as spotlight solo pieces is a very cool thing. I'm not in love with that cap, but this is a good set. Cap's looking a little young boyish, huh? Yeah, it he does look a little juvenile. Like, yeah, I think they did a good job on Thor. I mean, Thor looks really good. I think Thor's costume is amazing here. And I think they did a decent job on the likeness, but it looks like they just didn't quite get Chris Evans right. You know what they did, which is really drawing attention to for me because of the conversation we just had? Look at the wrinkles in Thor's pants. Now, this is a 100% sculpted figure, no soft goods, but it's kind of bunched there that really adds a realistic look and a nice just amount of detail to them. Agreed. And this is this is such an improvement over their original Thor from the first Thor movie. Like, man, that, that has to be one of the worst figure arts ever made. Like, if you remember that one, that head was so small and so weird and his <laughs> hair was all terribly sculpted. This this shows how far figure arts has come, too. And then there's a lot of these in stock. I go to Big Bad Toy Store. Keep in mind, SH Figure Arts, Bandai, doesn't have the license to sell these in the United States. It's sometimes hard to get these figure arts in the United States. I order from Japanese e-tailers all the time, but Big Bad Toy Store is kind of my go-to because of convenience and they're domestic. I don't ever have to worry about customs forms. And so they have a lot in stock, but one that I am surprised they have in stock because this was hard to find for a while from the PS4 Spider-Man game, Spider-Man in his anti-ox suit. Yeah, this is one that I, I missed out on. And was glad to see that you put it on here because I was like, well, why would Arnie put this hard to find out of stock figure? Oh, it's in stock. I can grab it now. It was a exclusive figure. And so it's a bit more expensive domestically. It's $121.99. But look at that badass outfit. I love how there's the gold between like the little marks there. Like it's just a hint of gold on spots. Like the legs there. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a dope-looking figure all the way around. If you want to go a little bigger, I remember the days when a Hot Toys figure would come out and sell out instantly, and if you didn't order in the first couple hours, you were paying through the nose for it. Sideshow has a ton of Hot Toys in stock going back years. They have the Chitauri Foot Soldier and Chitauri Commander in stock. Well, that one's kind of always been in stock, hasn't it? <laughs> I think that was... <laughs> 
And I just grabbed a couple of the in-stock ones that I like. The upgraded suit of Spider-Man Far From Home. Maybe I'm a little bit spider-hyped because of the new trailer and I can't wait for No Way Home. It's 1000% hype. It is beyond code Spider-Man. Yeah, I was gonna say, we haven't checked in in a little while, Marjorie. How, how is it going around the house? Like, are we beyond the pale? Yeah, it, it's a little rough going. Um, he is exceptionally hyped. And everything is Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. And I think that when the movie comes out and the merchandise hits, it's going to be a lot of trouble. (laughs) I'll say this. This looks like the best Spider-Man to be hyped over. You know, I mean, in the past, I know, Arnie, you've been super hyped about Spider-Man movies coming out. And it's like, then Spider-Man 3 happened. So (laughs) (laughs) I feel like lofty expectations have the best chance of being paid off this time around. (laughs) And then I just threw on here a weird one that we talked about it on the show when it was announced, and I think I stand alone, but Venomized Groot, Venomized Baby Groot, that's just so off the wall, and Venom, I realized something, my favorite Marvel movie since Endgame is Venom Let There Be Carnage. (laughs) It's a sad state of things, but (laughs) it's nonetheless the truth. I think Spider-Man No Way Home will grab that title very soon but a venomized baby Groot is cool but they've got so many in stock at sideshow right now captain americas and black widows all kinds of characters you can go and select for somebody and let me tell you marjorie bought me my very first hot toy as a christmas gift in 2010 and i can't recall the amount of excitement I've had over a Christmas gift like that since I was 12 or younger than 12, maybe eight when I got Castle Grayskull. It was that level of excitement. So the person you're buying for doesn't have to collect hot toys to absolutely go nuts if they get a hot toys figure. Yeah. I mean, there's there's people that try to be all in on hot toys. And if any of our listeners are that, I commend you because it is it's a line with a lot of breadth. But I'm still pulling it off. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's very impressive. It really is. Because that line just keeps growing and growing. But yeah, even just having one in a collection feels like a very substantial piece. They also have the quarter scale Spider-Man in stock. If you want to spend a little bit more and they have the deluxe version of it that has a huge vulture wing to pose him on. So that's another option out there if you're buying for somebody who loves Spider-Man. I'm not all in on the quarter scale line. I only have one Iron Man quarter scale. So that is where space becomes an issue. (laughs) (laughs) But looking at stuff that can go with your action figures... Yeah, you know, I had I had a buddy that was moving, and he had a bunch of these. I had never heard of them before, and so he was like, look, I don't want to pack these up and move them. Would you like them? And I was like, yeah, I'll check them out. And I got them home, and I was like, very impressed. Now, these are called extreme sets, and I'm, right up front, I got to tell you, they're made out of cardboard. So if you're looking for something permanent... This might not be right for you, but if you have if you have a display that you're constantly tinkering around with and or you have a shelf that like just has a bunch of figures kind of standing up on it and you want to kind of spice it up a little bit, these things are perfect because they're not very expensive, but they look awesome. I mean, the detail in the print on these cardboard things is incredible. And they're also 3D, so it's not just a backdrop. I mean, there's there's other pieces that fold together, and there's columns that go in rooms. There's furniture pieces that go in there. And it really just, it takes a shelf 
and makes it something to look at a little bit more than just, I know a lot of us as collectors just kind of, you put a few figures on a shelf and then you get a few more, you put them up there. And next thing you know, you look at it and it's, it's just kind of a mess of figures standing on a shelf. Well, this is a way to make it look a little bit nicer on, on a budget. Which ones do you have? Which ones did he give you? I have a, it's a street one. And then I have like a parking garage one. And then I do have this one that kind of looks like a, a, a mansion from Resident Evil, actually, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I put it in here thinking X-Mansion, but okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It just kind of has a little bit of a worn down feel to it. So I was thinking more Resident Evil. But that's the nice thing. These are all just kind of basic locations that can work for almost any Marvel situation. Now, these are, like you said, cardboard, but... Think about what some of these would cost if they were plastic. There's a reason Hasbro isn't making dioramas, especially in the six-inch scale. So you do save some money, but these aren't exactly inconsiderable cost. Right. They're not giving them away. I picked up a couple of these. I just put together my first one. I bought the building set. Now, maybe I have a little problem with spatial dimensions. <laughs> I'm not great at reading sizes online and envisioning what that means. No, you're not. It's completely Spinal Tap and Stonehenge. <laughs> this is a giant two-foot cube. It's now in the breakfast nook. It takes up the whole breakfast dinner. <laughs> it's two feet tall, two feet wide, two feet deep, so it does not fit on my Ikea shelf. <laughs> and then I realized I'm taking, you know, four square feet and this it's shown in a dot in a configuration. You can do it multiple ways. But here, what you've got is that back wall would be four feet and then you've got two feet coming out and then another two feet for like the garage area. OK, mm -hmm. so that would be a full yard wide. I put it together in the square building configuration, which is what the instructions said. And then I realized that's a lot of real estate that I'm giving just to this box because you can't display figures in this box. You, I'd have rooftop fights. I could have fights in the garage. A couple of the, the garage door opens. I could put a couple of figures in the garage. But it was a lot of real estate. I think the configuration that's shown here is better. Or if I even just removed the extra foot, I, my Ikea shelves are two feet deep. I just have a backdrop. It wouldn't be three-dimensional like the mansion is. I love that the mansion has a floor, for example. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I hear what you're saying, Arnie. This is These aren't the type of things where it's like you're going to pop them out of the shipping container put them together and throw them right on the shelf. You're going to have to do a little tinkering, especially if you have, you know, bigger bookshelves, you know, with adjustable height peg type of systems where you can kind of get it where you want it. And then if you need to cut a little bit off of it on the side or the top, hey, it's just cardboard, you know? It's not like you're going to have to get out a bandsaw and cut through plastic to make this fit. Good point. Yeah, my IKEA shelves are about, I think, 26 to 30 inches. So if I had one... That wasn't two feet deep. It would be great. <laughs> the other problem I had is in the building configuration here, if you do it as a square building, it has a roof. And the instructions make IKEA instructions look helpful. It had like green lines and red lines and black lines telling me to fold this roof a certain way. They're, they make some YouTube videos official extreme sets videos assembling these things and you definitely need those they didn't make one for this building 
I emailed their customer support team. I'm like, how do I put this roof together? They never responded. So not great customer support. But I'll agree with you. I think like I bought the wrong one. I didn't measure properly. This building set isn't the best, but I do have the alleyway set and the mansion set. So I think doing those is going to be a lot better for the shelves the way you describe than this one. But just something to keep in mind. I do think, though, it some of the smaller ones make great gifts. They do come in three and three quarter inch scale and six inch scale. So if you're buying for somebody and they have Marvel Legends, you want one twelfth scale. And if you're buying for someone and they have smaller figures, you want one eighteenth scale. Yep, very important. But while we're talking about ways to display your figures, you know, if you don't have a backdrop and you just have figures on a shelf, well, those guys in the back aren't being seen, you know? So <laughs> you need you need some figure risers. And it, like, Arnie, you were just talking about having Ikea shelves. I know a lot of collectors use a Ikea. Was it the Detolf is the most common glass shelf they carry? So what I did is I went out and found shelving that is made specifically for those so if you have a collector that's got those type of shelves and they just have figures standing on the the main platform i think a riser like this a nice clear plastic riser would make a good gift because it's not something that you're going to go out and buy for yourself every time or maybe maybe they're not even aware of it maybe they haven't even thought about how to display figures in the back and make them more visible you sent this link and i really like this justin because a i've seen a lot of these in white or in black but the i don't have a picture of it with legends on it but the the site where i saw it had these pops the risers don't draw attention to themselves you can see them but they're not detracting from the figures in any way at all and second of all these are only $15, $14.98 on Amazon. The brand you sent was Winkine or Winkine, W-I-N-K-I-N-E. And yeah, for $15, that's a real good price. And I like that it has just legs in the back versus being closed-sided. Yeah, and I think that is important. The, The stand shouldn't be the thing that you see first when looking at a collection. You know, it should just be there to be utilitarian and make your figures more visible. And being clear, it it does that perfectly. I actually used a bunch of these in our theater to put up because Arnie has a bunch of the promos from the movie theaters and stuff. So I've used them and you can't even tell, can you, Arnie? No, I can't. One other display thing that I've seen over the last couple of years that is kind of cool, and I, I have one that I've done, but I haven't quite finished it yet, is... Using a shadow box to display six-inch loose figures in. And that you can just hang it on the wall. And, you know, if you have a team of, like, four figures, put put them in there. You can even put a backdrop in there. You know, if, if you do end up cutting up one of your extreme sets and have something left over, you can cut it to size, put it behind here, set four figures in, hang it on the wall. And now it almost looks like, almost feels like you're at a Comic-Con where it's like, hey, look at these four new figures that are coming out this year. It just, it gives it a really cool, unique display rather than having a carded figure on your wall or individual shelves all over the place. It just really feels like these four figures are super important to you. That's exactly what I was thinking of when you sent this is the Hasbro booth at Comic-Con where they have boxes attached to the walls where they put all the new waves of figures. Yeah, I mean, I've seen other people doing it and it it really caught my eye, you know, because it's, you know, they're basically just shadow boxes. You can pick them up at Michael's Hobby Lobby. And the one thing you want to look out for 
is you want to make sure that they're one tall enough to handle six inch figures, but also deep enough. And so the one, the one that we're showing here is it's a good two inches deep. And that's, that's about the right size for an action figure to stand in. And it's 11 inches tall. And I think that's a great height for a six inch figure because you want them to have some head space and not feel like they're scraping their heads against the top. And then 22 and a half inches wide. Yeah. You could easily get four or five figures in there. Now, not cheap. $85 is Michael's price for this one, but Michael's always has half-off coupons. So check your paper, subscribe to their email list, and so you can get this for like $42.50. And Justin, you've actually really inspired me with what you just said. I have a wall that's too... It's just it's not a good place to put bookshelves. And I wanted to put figures there. I think you have inspired me that I'm going to shadow box and hang shadow boxes on that area of the wall. Nice. Yeah. I I think it's just a really cool idea. And if you can come up with four or five figures that make a team, or if you want to do like the evolution of a certain character, you want to show, you know, like first appearance of Captain America to his final appearance on screen, you can get a nice run of figures in there that would make a cool display. There's just so many things you can do with it. And putting them behind glass just kind of makes it feel like, ooh, these are special. And then I put this on the list. You may think Justin put this on the list, but I am... Justin may run the company, but even if he didn't, I would be using figure shields, especially on that new retro three and three quarter inch line. I'm not a person who keeps boxed legends. The card art's great. Not my thing, but the retro carded legends and then also the three and three quarter inch carded legends. I need a way to keep those from bending and creasing and I use the hell out of these. And so I put them on the list and then Justin made a really nice graphic. <laughs> hey, I appreciate it because I mean, like you said, I'm, I'm like hair club for men. I'm not, I'm not only the, the, the main guy. I'm also a client, you know, I, I, I use these myself. <laughs> But he's, like you said, especially with the, the three and three quarter inch retro ones and the the six inch retro, I feel like those are made to be displayed. That the retro card art is a thing of beauty. So yeah, definitely need clamshells to keep those nice and crisp on the cards. But also, since Arnie was cool enough to, to mention it, went ahead and put together a promo code for any of our listeners. So between now and the end of the year, all orders can be had for 15% off with code MTP15. So go ahead and use that, and it's good for every order, every item in every order, 15% off across the board. And yeah, here on the slide, it tells you exactly which of his products you need for which item. And that's very helpful because I'm constantly texting him like, okay, which one do I need again? <laughs> you make a lot of sizes for a lot of figures. Yeah. And if you have any questions, we do have pages on our website that show which products fit in which one. So it, it can be a little overwhelming, but with a little bit of time and a little bit of clicking, it, it's all there. But if that does get too confusing, something that we started just this year are gift cards. They're electronic gift cards that you can buy for your collector and just give him, him or her the ability to buy what they need. So you can just go right to our website, right on the homepage. There's a link to it. No fuss, no muss. You can just create a gift card for them and it gets delivered to their email and they can buy what they need. Awesome. Keeping it in the toy attic area, a line that when they started, I was like, okay, and has really grown on me is the Legends roleplay line. 
And in fact, the secondary market prices on some of these things get crazy. I can't believe it. This Iron Man helmet, didn't you tell me, Justin, this was over $400 for a while? It was going crazy because it was this was one of the first ones that they came out with. And like, I remember keeping an eye on it a few years ago at Target because these do show up on the shelves, you know, at, at retail. And I was hoping it would go on clearance for a good price and it just... It never hit that sweet spot for me. I was like, oh, I missed out. And so I kept I kept watching it and it kept climbing and climbing. And then Hasbro decided to re-release it over the summer. So these are this Iron Man helmet in particular is available again at retail. And it's a little bit more expensive than it was before. Just I think all prices have gone up. But it's still hard to find because so many people wanted it and didn't get it. As of this recording, GameStop has these in stock at $130 and they're constantly having sales right now for 15 to 30% off all Hasbro Marvel toys. So you can probably get this sub 100 if you're smart. Nice. Another one that I wasn't quite sure of until I got it out and started playing with it was the Deadpool head. <laughs> When they announced it, I was like, what in the hell are they thinking? And now I have one on my desk constantly. Did you take the batteries out? I had to take the batteries out of mine because he was just constantly scaring the cats. (laughs) (laughs) I turned the power off unless I really want to play with him. He's app controlled and he's foul mouthed and just a lot of fun. And they found a voice actor that obviously it's not Ryan Reynolds, but it gets that Deadpool vibe that Ryan Reynolds has and just feels of the character. And I had, I had some fun with this and it's again, it's a hundred dollar item. Big bad toy store has them. I think GameStop has them, but there's good sales on this item too. I think I only paid like 60 for mine. (laughs) Have you messed around with the app? I never did mess around with the app. Can you like set his face to a certain expression? Because I feel like all you can do is like wait for him to say something and turn it off real quick and hope that you catch him with one eye a little bit winking and one eye more open. Strangely, that's exactly how I have him. (laughs) No, unfortunately, you can't do that. You can just kind of play games with it and interact with it that way because it doesn't have a voice sensor. Ah, bummer. But the one that stunned me, the Legends roleplay item I got delivered and just was floored. I had no idea how big Stormbreaker was until I held it in my hands. That's what she said. (laughs) This box was like four feet tall. I I don't have this item, but I have seen it at GameStop, and you're not lying. It is a big, long, hunking piece of plastic. It's just so cool. I didn't expect to like Stormbreaker when Infinity War came. To me, the hammer and Thor went together. I was like Thor in Ragnarok. Oh my god, no hammer. Are you god of hammers? (laughs) And so when he did get this and Groot sacrificed his arm for a few seconds to give it the handle, it's just a kick-ass piece. It's so large. And of course, there's some Captain America shields out there too. There's a lot of these roleplay items, but these were some fun ones. The Stormbreaker, big item, big price. It's $160, but they do have them in stock at GameStop. It's getting a little bit harder to find because that's been out for a while. A different type of prop replica. This has finally come to the United States. This has been available overseas for a while. This is a Hot Toys life-sized Tony Stark arc reactor. Ooh, we can put it on a raft and set it on fire and float it out into a lake. (laughs) Oh, now I'm sad. (laughs) 
now this is this is one of those cool prop replicas where it's just like if you know what it is you know what it is and it looks awesome if you don't know what it is uh, you got some movies to show you (laughs) (laughs) 20 of them (laughs) you know in my mind there aren't a lot of iconic props from the marvel movies you know they try to make some they made Captain Marvel's pager. All right. You know, they've made Nick Fury's gun set. I mean, they did do that way back around the time of Avengers. They've tried selling prop replicas, but it's the costumes that become iconic, which is why you see the helmets. I think the Infinity Gauntlet is probably the most... The Captain America shield's number one, but the Infinity Gauntlet's up there. But... You know, I think of Star Wars where there's all the prop replicas, Han's blaster, lightsabers galore that just make great display pieces. And this is one of the very few Marvel items I think makes a really great display piece as a prop replica. So true. And something that would look cool on a shelf or on a desk. You know, it's not overly sized or intrusive. Doesn't take up a whole lot of space. And it lights up. Yeah. (laughs) If you want a slightly higher priced prop replica... What about Hot Toys' life-sized nano-gauntlet? This is the one that they were all running around with and that Tony Stark wore when he did the snap to bring the battle to an end. It comes on a nice stand. It has light-up gems. And I think I ask this every time. Is it wearable? No. It has (laughs) light-up gems. (laughs) It's got wires inside and a stand. (laughs) Ah, one of these days, man, they're going to make one that's wearable. But, well, Hasbro did, I mean, and it's a lot less expensive, but this is a movie-accurate prop replica, and not as expensive as you'd think. $377 is expensive, but not, oh my dear God, expensive. Well, the Infinity Stones alone would be worth that price. And they also, if you want to go a little bit bigger, they do have the Hulk version. The stand's, you know, 28 inches tall. Getting a little bit more... Now, understand, what's standing next to it is a 12-inch hot toy. Wow. Ooh. But this is in stock. It's $580. And, I mean, not that's not for everybody for a Christmas gift. It's far less than the Toyota commercials I see where you put a bow on a car for Christmas. But I can't imagine the look on somebody's face if they're a Marvel lover and they open this up that morning. You might need a car-sized bow for the box on this thing, though. <laughs> It's a giant box. It's huge. (laughs) It's about, yeah, again, four feet tall, but this one's like three feet wide and two feet deep. It's a huge (laughs) box. You want to go a little smaller, but still have the fun of it. They have the Nano Gauntlet in quarter scale, $99, under eight inches, a great desk tchotchke. And articulated. Yeah, I don't think you can snap with it, but you can make fists. Yeah, that's cool. It's it's almost like a fidgety type of item. And if you want to go a little bit more classic, I'm surprised they still have this in stock. The quarter scale Infinity Gauntlet, which, you know, I like the Nano Gauntlets. They're cool. But the Infinity Gauntlet is the thing that they'd been teasing for so many years and is in all the comics. And so you could get this for $99 as well. Almost feels like an antique at this point, doesn't it? (laughs) It does feel so old now. But, I mean, he was pulling it out of the cabinet at the end of Age of Ultron. Thor had it in the vault way back in 2011. This has been in our life in just movie form for a decade, let alone the Infinity Gauntlet comics from the 90s and all of that. Yeah. 
What if you want to build your own gauntlet, though? Well, you have to sacrifice somebody and <laughs> the one you love most. This is not the best item. I'm sorry. It, it's really cool that you can build it, but the bottom looks like a really bad skirt. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of different Lego sets out right now, and... The helmet, and in this case, the glove set, I feel come in really classy boxes. The black boxes make them feel like high-end items when you're talking about $70 Lego sets. Yeah, it's it's somewhere between, like, model making, Lego building, and helmet collecting, or prop replica collecting. And it just, to me, I can see the appeal in all three of those. And if you have a collector that's into any of those, they might like these things because I see them sell through at the store all the time. For me personally, I don't think it does any one of those three things good enough for me to get into them. But I can see the appeal for other folks. I don't collect these personally, but Andrew, our video editor, really likes these and thought they'd make good gifts. And it, you know the person you're buying for. If they like Legos, then this may be for them. And other Lego sets, one of the big fun things this year... Lego has never sold minifigures alone for Marvel, and there'd been a lot of talk that it's a licensing issue, that they had to let Hasbro do the figures, they'd sell keychains, and they'd include minifigures in sets, but they hadn't sold them alone until now, where to tie into the Disney Plus series, they did blind bag minifigures, and they were a lot of fun because they were blind bagged and you could get things like Throg and Alligator Loki. <laughs> nice. That's what I was wondering. I was like, is that Throg? That's great. And these are only $6 a piece. Good stocking stuffers. Or if you want to go bigger, my favorite Lego set. I am all in on Marvel Legos and my absolute favorite set is this Daily Bugle. It's a little pricey at $299, but you get 25 minifigures with that. And keep in mind, they're selling minifigures for $6 a piece. So 25 of those is $150 of a $300 set. And what you're making at the end of the day is a nice, cool playset. You know, a lot of Lego things aren't necessarily things that you might play with, but this is... You know, cool, tall building with a whole bunch of playability with it. And let's face it, is your life complete without an Aunt May minifigure? <laughs> <laughs> but another fun set, and this was a Target exclusive for a little while, now you can get it quite a, almost everywhere, is the Bro Thor, I make finger quotes with that, apartment from Endgame where you get shirtless Thor and Korg with his gaming headset on and just this slovenly apartment that when I was single, it didn't look anything like this. I mean, no. I think my favorite part is Meek is literally just a head with a couple little discs for his body. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Get pizza and pizza boxes and it looks like some booze in there too. Some Xbox controllers and a TV. <laughs> and it's only a $30 set and at 265 pieces, this is something that could keep the person occupied during Christmas Day. And at the end of the night, they've got a little fun thing to put on their shelf. Or you could have them building Legos all month. You gotta buy it pretty soon. I never had advent calendars as a kid. Did you, Justin? Uh... I think my mom used to get them, but it was always like the chocolate ones. You know, you open it up and there's a chocolate in there for that day. I don't think I'd ever even heard of an advent calendar until I saw the movie Bad Santa. 
Oh, wow. And so this is a new thing for me, but I've really become to love advent calendars. And the fun thing with the Lego advent calendars is you get a minifigure each day. A lot of them are holiday themed. You see Thor there with his little scarf on lighting up the Christmas tree. And they're not assembled. So you don't just open it up and get a Christmas tree. You open it up and there's a lot of parts and a little instruction sheet. And so every night I have depending on the difficulty, 5 to 15 minutes of building a Lego set. Yeah, that's fun. And I imagine that would be even more fun if, if you were a child. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not picking on you for doing it. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> if I was a kid, I would be over the moon to have a new little Lego set every day running up to the Christmas. That would be mind-boggling. Watch the Marvelicious Toys page. I post them at the end of the day so there's no spoilers, but I did last year post my lego set per day as i opened them up and had fun with them i plan on doing that again this year with the set fun there's also something a little bit different that i saw on amazon marvel has an official advent calendar and this is a large book that kind of if you've picked up any of the visual dictionaries or things it's about that size and you open it up and there's different envelope sizes for each day you can get stickers you can get little trivia cards there's little booklets with stories in them that's fun not as fun as lego people but you know still fun and talking books my favorite book this year and i'm not talking just marvel books my favorite book that has come out this year is the story of marvel studios this is a giant two-volume, hardcover, oversized book that chronicles the first decade of the Marvel Cinematic Universe with gorgeous pictures and concept art, and yet prose that tells me things that I had never heard anywhere else. It's a $150 book set, so that makes it a great gift, but watch for sales, because I pre-ordered this, I only had to pay $85. I mean, that's that's a lot of savings for $150 to $85. Yeah, for sure. The only thing I wish about this is that there was a Kindle version, because reading this requires a table. You have, I mean, you're looking at about two and a half feet or so when this book is opened. <laughs> it's not something you could, like, sit in a recliner and just read and get your hands really tired. So I would love, just for the pros, a Kindle version of this. <laughs> and then another one, the 100 comics that build a universe. Sometimes... You know, I have Marvel Unlimited, and sometimes I'm like, I want to read a comic, but I don't know which one to read. It's daunting. I go in there, there's 25,000 comics, and I have to pick one. This is a good way for somebody to get a reading list of the essential comics as chosen by this author and forward by Joe Casada. Yeah, this is the book version of what I've been asking Netflix and Hulu and, you know, other streaming services to do for years, which is, you know, when you have a show that's been on for 12 seasons... And I don't want to sit through 12 seasons of stuff. I would like, I would love for somebody to curate an essentials episode thing that you could watch over the course of a few days and be caught up on that series. Well, here you go. Same thing, but in comic books. And they do have a Kindle version of this one. And then finally, X-Men, it has been announced, are coming back. In 2023 on Disney+, Plus. you get new seasons of the 90s X-Men cartoon. So what better time to learn all about the making of the original animated series and, again, seeing storyboards and sketches and interviews with the people who made the show in this gorgeous volume. Yeah, 
90s X-Men are going to be big over this next year. And this this feels kind of like the kickoff to that before figures start coming out and all that other stuff. Well, it just hit me. I mean, of course, it makes sense. Next year is the 30th anniversary of that show. Now I feel really old. I remember where I was when I first saw Night of the Sentinels. I was in college. Having a Sentinel night. <laughs> this is a $50 book. It's right now $39.99 at Amazon. And yeah, they're coming out with the animated Marvel Legends next year. I just got my Mondo animated Wolverine that also has the little picture from the meme that he, you can have him laying down holding. <laughs> it's just a, a great book to accompany those shows, all of which they can watch on Disney+. And sticking in the media realm... There's also a lot of vinyl soundtracks. I'll admit I'm a little bit peeved that they've stopped making soundtracks on CD for the Marvel movies. Black Panther was the first movie to not have a score CD. They just put it out digitally, and since then, no CDs of music. But they are putting them out in vinyl. And this is a swirl-colored Mondo Ragnarok soundtrack. And remember, Ragnarok was scored by Devo frontman Mark Mothersbach. And with the dying of cds this is why you need to buy your movies you can't trust disney plus will always be there and always have the movies you want to watch buy a 4k movie dang it <laughs> did you know howard the duck is available in 4k of course the entire mcu is i don't need to put that up here howard the duck in 4k <laughs> it's the it's the movie that just won't die you know? <laughs> like, Not until I do. I'm going to keep it going. <laughs> Justin, have you been to our house lately? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember picking this up on DVD back in the day in the $5 bin because it was like, ah, Howard the Duck, that's great. And here we are all these years later. It's got a 4K Ultra HD release. And coming out before Christmas... Shang-Chi is coming, and Best Buy has this exclusive steelbook up for pre-order. Steelbooks are always an awesome get. Again, my favorite movie since Endgame, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, comes out December 14th, and Target has this exclusive edition with fan art collectible cards in it, and it, look at that cover art, look at those cards, that looks so awesome. I missed out. It is sold out online, but it will be in stores on December 14th. Or you can go to Best Buy. This is not sold out. This is the steelbook for Let There Be Carnage. Ooh, if, I, if I'm buying based on cover art, I think this one's got my number. Yeah, that one's a lot better. That would be a cool tattoo. Don't give me any ideas. <laughs> Next time you see me, I'll be like, Justin, look at my full back piece. Yep, it would have to be, right? <laughs> is Venom included in the Spider-Man hype? Yes. Oh, okay. And video games, there haven't been a lot this year, but Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, yes, this is from Square Onyx. That's the company that made the Avengers game. The Avengers game is inexcusable. <laughs> but I have heard nothing but good about this Guardians of the Galaxy game. There's no microtransactions. This is a single player game only, so it's really focused on that. Unfortunately, I moved and I have not hooked up my PS5 yet. I haven't played this personally. I am jonesing to do so so badly because everybody says this game is fun as hell. Nice. Yeah, I haven't checked it out either, but it's another one of those ones where it's not MCU and it's not necessarily comic based. It's that weird in between where they're kind of mashing the two together and coming up with their own looks for these characters. That with the Avengers, when we kept joking, like, oh, you idiot, you captured their stunt doubles. Kind of get that same vibe here. 
I kind of thought this was comic-based. I mean, look at that Gamora with the black around her eyes, and Drax has totally different tattoos. I just, it didn't feel as rippy-off to me. Right. But, yes, the MCU has influenced the comics and every design ever since, because it's so damn popular. I'm not sure this game's doing very well, much like the Avengers, because you can already get this game half off for $29.99, and it just came out like in October. Ooh. So that's a great bargain, and everything I'm hearing, everybody I know, I know people personally who are playing this game and love it, and there's little Easter eggs in it, so I think it would make a good gift. My gift to myself is going to be hooking up the PlayStation 5 so I can play it. (laughs) But then Arcade 1-Up. The very first time Arcade 1-Up announced that they were doing systems, I went to them at Toy Fair and at New York Comic Con and at San Diego Comic Con, and I found the head rep there and I'm like, so what about the X-Men 4-player arcade game? Because I love that and I need that in my life. And it's not even available. It was available in the PlayStation Store for the PS2, and then you can't get this game anywhere. It is unplayable. And now Arcade 1-Up, I'm sure that it's not all because of me. I'm sure that they were working with Konami for licensing and things. But look at that. Four joysticks for the X-Men arcade game that you can have in your house for $750. Yeah, not not a lot of these, you know, retro arcade games really hit me where I live. You know, because I feel like a lot of them you can emulate on a computer or a lot of the games are playable elsewhere. But with the X-Men game, you need the four-player panel with four different joysticks and your own buttons. This is something that feels like it has to be in the arcade cabinet to enjoy properly. That's what I was saying, and I was even looking at buying an old arcade, you know, a real full arcade for it that was going to cost me like four grand, five grand, because I didn't think Arcade 1-Up would do it, and you need the arcade experience for this. Arcade 1-Up did it before I pulled that trigger, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't paid attention to what they do over there necessarily, but if they're doing this four-player one, that means that they could probably do The Simpsons, and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade games, all those other great four-player arcade classics. They already did the Turtles. Did they? All right. Uh Uh-huh. Which is why I knew they had to do this one. But they had the design there. And yeah, unlike the other cabinets, because you need some space around the joysticks, and understand, this is a 75% sized cabinet at a 25% price point. So... The joysticks jut out a little bit on the sides, but my god, I was so happy to add this to my personal home arcade, which is entirely arcade one-up Star Wars and Marvel games, except for one full-sized game. They've come out with a lot of Marvel ones now. (laughs) There's also a tabletop Marvel one now that's like the old cabinet they did. And X-Men isn't the only game you're getting. You also get Captain America and the Avengers. And the Avengers in Galactic Storm. So there's three different playable games on this. Oh, that, that makes it all the more worth it. Is the riser still sold separately? No, for the $750, you're getting the game, the riser, and a stool. Oh, right on. And speaking of Captain America, there's also a ton of statues you can buy. I'm not deep into Iron Studios stuff, but Marjorie, you and I saw this at Toy Fair in 2020. The last time that there was a real toy fair. Yep. And you had to have these statues. 
It is really nice. I mean, the cap versus cap, Iron Studios does amazing stuff. And I don't know, this was just really nice. I, I guess they could have been bookends, though, too. But yeah. it, it was a really nice statue. You got America's ass versus America's ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at one-tenth scale, these don't take a lot of real estate. Now, this is two separate statues that are sold separately at $120 each, but they are in stock at Sideshow right now, so you can get the pair and have that nice display set up. Or, the thing I love about statue collecting is it's become something anybody can do thanks to Diamond Select Toys and their gallery statues. What you're looking at here is just a smattering of what's available, and you can get these at Big Bad Toy Store, Entertainment Earth, they're usually $50 or less and have a huge selection. You're excited about Morbius in January? They've got a comic Morbius. If you love the PS4 Spider-Man game like I do, they've got two different Spider-Mans from that game. This is one thing that makes me miss in-person cons because the when, you, when you're at the Diamond Select booth and you see a lot of these on display, you really get to appreciate how much detail is in these things. Because, I mean, if we're honest, Diamond doesn't do the greatest packaging. So if you just see this sitting on the shelf at a local comic store or something, you're not getting the full effect of what's in that box. And pictures online can only do so much, but... Yeah, these things, for the price they are, are always impressive in person. Yeah, they put them behind glass there, and when you do put them behind glass or get them on a shelf, these are plastic statues. They're not going to be polystone at the $50 price, but they don't look cheap is the thing. You know, they may not look as good as a premium format that's going to cost you literally 10 to 15 times the price, but... It's a way to get a nice statue of your favorite characters and, again, make a gift at an affordable cost. And they also have mid-range statues. This is their premier collection of statues, and that translucent Johnny Storm is killing me. It's so awesome. <laughs> that is dope. And these just range 140 to 200 Now, you're getting up there in price, but... It's still so much less than like the quarter scale statues. And these are similar in scale to the gallery, but take a look at the paint job. And these are polystone statues and resin statues. Look at the shading and the just wash on that moon night. And, and the attention to detail where they, you know, they put attention into the bases as well, you know, so it's not just a character standing on a, a black pedestal or something, you know, there's, there's some good amount of detail and interesting things for them to be associated with. And we can keep upping the price. We can go over to Sideshow. They've got a lot of statues in stock there. They've got this one based off the J. Scott Campbell cover of Amazing Spider-Man, of Spider-Man and Mary Jane. $520 in stock. I just got this in the mail and it's in stock. I opened it up. So cool. The Venom versus Spider-Man maquette. This thing's 22 inches tall, $705, but gorgeous piece. Gorgeous. Yeah, that one's great. Or the premium format line. The Silver Surfer exclusive edition that comes with Frankie Ray Nova coming out of the portal is still in stocks at $635. There's just a lot sitting in stock at Sideshow. Here's the interesting thing about Sideshow. I'm not an affiliate, so I'm not advertising for them, but they've basically become a distributor as well as a manufacturer. So if you go over and you look for Marvel, you're going to find things from $12 to $1,200, actually even more than that, $12,000. But 
You can find jewelry and, again, statues of all kinds, not even just sideshow statues. But if you want to break the bank, they do have life-sized Iron Men, and I will give you my address if you want to mail me one. (laughs) Going a little bit smaller, though. So there's an Iron Man robot you can buy. Now, I will give you a word of caution on these kind of gifts in that they do seem to have a limited play kind of thing. Like we bought the BB-8 Sphero thing. It was great for like, what, two weeks, Arnie? Yeah. Yeah. And he sat on the shelf gathering dust. But this one is cool because it walks and it's Iron Man. So it's like this little tiny weird Iron Man running around your house that can do like missions with you and things like that. Yeah, it kind of feels like a a mix between like an old school toy, but with super high tech. You know, it kind of feels like something from like the 1940s with today's technology and incorporated. Yeah. And he's oddly proportioned. So it looks like, you know, kind of like a little mini Iron Man that's terrifying running around. And to me, it looks like trick or treat Iron Man. Like, you know, how the kids have the giant (laughs) heads with the small bodies. Yes. (laughs) I don't know. It would be super cool probably for someone, uh, probably not a little kid, but maybe a little bit older. I don't know, like past toddler, but before teen. Or even an adult would probably like it. I probably would like it. And the thing is, kids today aren't into toys. They're into apps. And here you've got an app game that has a toy that interacts. It kind of reminds me of Rob the Robot, robotic operating buddy from Nintendo. (laughs) Here's the creepy thing, though. This is under the mask. It's nightmare fuel. I'm so sorry. I didn't know that when I uh, suggested this one. (laughs) Now I'm ashamed and embarrassed. (laughs) Is that a screen? Does Tony Stark's head actually talk to you with that mask up? It does move, and you can actually upload your face. Oh, that's kind of fun. Creepy. (laughs) I'm sorry. This may not have been the best choice in my part. This is by UB Tech, and it's $200 on Amazon. But with the light-up features, and it comes in a box that, again, has kind of an upscale feel to it. With the foil lettering and the black packaging. And it's one of those kind of fun offbeat type of gifts for, for the collector who has everything but might be into cool little tech gadget type of stuff. Another thing, again, at Sideshow is, but you can also go to Gray Matter Art or other sites online, is some really nice screen printed or archival art. And here, this is the Sideshow Children of the Atom art. Again, coming with the X-Men animated series revival. But Sideshow just has a lot of styles of art that you can get. Sometimes like that Galactus, which was an Adi Granov comic cover that is now available as a big poster. The Black Widow movie poster. They have dozens of designs available. And these things can be as cheap as $95 if you just get them rolled on paper Or you can buy them pre-framed on canvas and get up to the $350 range. But just something to adorn your wall and add some color. And often from some of your favorite comic artists. Yeah, something like this would make a nice companion piece to something we showed earlier, which was those shadow boxes. You know, if you have figures that go with an art print and they're hanging next to each other, that, that makes a cool little display all in one. And similar, but instead of going on your wall, it goes on your floor. How about some doormats? (laughs) It's like getting socks. (laughs) 
<laughs> These are always fun, though, because typically the doormats are really lame. And speaking as the person in the household who buys doormats occasionally, usually they have really dorky sayings or patterns or stuff like that. So this is kind of cool to have something different. Yeah, I mean, as far as doormats go, these are some cool looking ones. I will I will say that. Yeah, it, I mean, as a homeowner, I'm sad to say doormats are necessary. You want something for people to wipe the dirt off their feet before they come in and dirty up your house. And so, if you have to have a doormat, then these are a couple of the cooler designs that I have found over at Big Bad Toy Stores where they sell them. And they have even more designs than here. These are my two favorite. I, I, I love the Welcome to Xavier School. But they've got Welcome to Wakanda. They've got a Spider-Man face. They've got several doormats over there. There's one that's Deadpool asking, did someone bring the chimichangas? <laughs> <laughs> now you got me wondering where a welcome mat would go in Wakanda. Like, is there like a spot <laughs> at the, in the shield when they let it down that you can come in and wipe your feet first? Or <laughs> I think like at each individual house. Or yeah. all right. Another thing you can get, and it's actually not all that expensive, is Marvel logo light. This is just a light up box that can accentuate your bookcase. If you have some figures out, you know, especially if you collect multiple lines, you could put this on top and light it up. It is either powered by USB or, you know, they it comes with a power cable. And it's just a $50 sign. I actually picked this up for about half price, so about $25 from Zavi a while back. And I, I just thought it was a cool way to set off a Marvel display. A yeah, nice accent piece. This is available right now at Toint for $50, but again, keep an eye out for some sale. Now, something I loved when it came to the housewares, when I saw these, I jumped. These are all sold out. Every one of these is sold out right now, but they promise they'll have more stock before Christmas. Corksicle mugs. They've got the four different designs, the coffee cup, the tumbler, the sport bottle, and these are so freaking awesome. These are really cool. They've got a handful of designs so far. The only design that leaves me blah is that Hulk. It's just a green bottle with a purple cap. That's what that is. I was like, what is the green one? <laughs> <laughs> the Spider-Man one, I think, is the cools. Oh, yeah. I love the detail in the texture of the outfit. They also did that for Black Panther with the texturing. Mm -hmm. Iron Man's my favorite. I mean, he's my guy, but look at that. I just love the design. That is, that is so awesome. Now, they are a little on the pricey side. The smallest tumbler is $35 per cup, and they can go up to 50 or so for one of the water bottles. But that's why these make great gifts, is because this is a splurge for something they wouldn't have themselves. And with the number of characters they have, odds are you can find, if not their very favorite character, one of the top ones. Thor fans are left out in the cold. <laughs> <laughs> and they could have made a really cool something with Mjolnir, too. Over on Amazon, they have these really cool marble like rocks glasses and you get two in a set and they're $27.99 and they look like they're etched. I don't have these 
in my hand yet. Um, I will be ordering some, but they're just nice and kind of classy, like for drinking your whiskey or bourbon or making your gin and tonics or something, or hell, even your water. I just think they're really cool. I think they'd make a great gift, especially if, you know, you can make like a little gift package and maybe package it with, you know, bottle the person's favorite liquor or something and make a cute little gift basket. Yeah, I always love things with cool, simple logo or icon type of stuff. And these these do that perfectly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't need to put a whole bunch of X-Men designs on a thing to make it neat and unique. But like, yeah, just the Deadpool logo on the side of a tumbler. I'm in. If you wanted to get a little bit more fancier, they do have a decanter and two cup set with the Spider-Man logo on it, with the spider there. And that's also kind of nice. You could buy them a bottle of their favorite bourbon or whiskey or whatever they drink, and then they have a nice little decanter to store it in. I don't know if people still do that. I know it was more of like kind of our parents' and grandparents' thing. Yeah, how many people have wet bars in their houses nowadays? But I actually have one. Yeah, we have one. Nice. (laughs) I think the funniest part here is, I mean, obviously Spider-Man's ubiquitous, but like the only superhero not old enough to drink. Here you go. (laughs) (laughs) The thing I like about this decanter set, though, is unlike the glasses we showed before, which have to be hand-washed, these Spider-Man glasses are dishwasher safe. Oh, that is nice. Because these are etched, whereas the other one's a design. Interesting. Mm. So you need to hire a barkeep, you know, as he's talking to you, always constantly wiping a a cup with a towel. (laughs) Now, one of my lamentations about adulthood, and I have many things to lament about adulthood. It's not as fun as it sounds. But one of them is sheets are boring. And why do kids get all the fun sheet sets? Over at Shop Disney, they have sheets for adults. This goes up to a queen size. Now, it's not the most subtle (laughs) design in the world. (laughs) But it is perfect for my guest room. Did you order a set? So, Justin, when you come and visit. (laughs) I'll be proud to sleep in this not subtle (laughs) themed bed. Gee, I wonder if these people like Marvel. I can't tell, honey. What what do you say? (laughs) Once again, though, like my eye is drawn to anything with simple logos on it. And they did a great job on this design. I kind of miss, they did do for a short time, a really nice just gray pattern that was subtle and things. I wouldn't put this on our main bed, mainly because Marjorie wouldn't let me and I imagine the thread count's pretty low. Wait, wait a second. Let's back this up. It's because of the thread count. (laughs) But again, for the guest room, I think that's kind of fun. Or kids room. This comes in twin, full, and queen. And you're not paying a lot. It's 60 or $70. At that price, you'd hope it's a high thread count. I think that's cheap for sheets, isn't it? I don't know about sheet prices. Now, something that is a little bit more subtle, and I love the design of this. And if you know someone who doesn't wear a smartwatch, this is a gorgeous Avengers watch by Citizen. These are really nice. And the one downside is it's not a smartwatch. But there are people out there who don't wear smartwatches. I mean, this this is so subtle that there's certain times a day that you wouldn't even see the logo. Like, those hands would line up right with the the shape of the A. Yeah, right about 535. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I love this design, and I'm addicted to my smartwatch. I guess I can understand it. My, My Apple Watch has been annoying me the past few days. It's like constantly text messages, emails, buzz, buzz, buzz. Maybe I should get a regular watch just when I have to go back to the office so I'm not constantly distracted. But I thought this was a gorgeous watch. Or you could turn your notifications off. 
Oh, there is that. <laughs> but watches are also a perennial Christmas gift. I, I know my parents gave each other watches a lot, and this one, $375. Yeah, watches can be a, an accessory, a fashion accessory, more than an actual timepiece. I feel like smart watches are actually more utilitarian. Watches like this are more something you put on to match with whatever else you're wearing that day. But if you do have a smart watch and don't want to give it up, Groove Life, who's a very interesting company, they've made silicone rings that are Marvel designed, and then they have Groove belts that, again, have Marvel designs on the belt buckles, and they do, you know, have non-Marvel of these items as well. They just came out with leather watch bands for Apple Watch. And again, you talk about the simple logo design, Justin. I love the subtlety of the designs on these because you could wear it and people would never really pay attention to the fact that these are Marvel watch bands. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's barely there. I mean, it just looks like it's leather stamped into, you know, the upper part of it. And there you go. Because it's leather, it's not a magnetic strap. I've become spoiled by the magnetic straps of the Apple Watch that fit perfectly no matter what I, i've usually been in between hole sizes on watch bands but i kind of like the leather strap look and yeah i love that it's just a darker brown they have a lot of different designs too these were my two favorite you know a for arnie always a perennial good gift are neckties and when you have to go back to the office, or I guess you can wear these around the house. Marvel neckties make a great gift. We've got a really nice Wolverine one, which I think we've done in years past on the gift guide. And then the Captain America one with the shield, which, again, ties are always good. Somebody in your life you know wears ties. Yeah, and this the, the ones you picked here really run the gamut. I mean, the, the Captain America one is something that people would look at. And I think a good chunk of people would look at that and be like, oh, that's Cap Shield. Mm -hmm. This Wolverine one is so subtle. That, like, you'd have to be, like, right on somebody to be like, what is the pattern? Oh, that is that Wolverine? <laughs> yeah, it's nice and subtle, just kind of blends in. I'm a big fan of the same color on same color, but in a different texture to make the design pop. Yeah, this one, this one does a good job of that, for sure. I also found this really fantastic Paisley Captain America tie. It is a silk tie at Saks. It's, I think it was, like, 60 bucks, which is not a bad price for a silk tie, but... It's subtle, but also very fancy and ornate. So if you had someone who had to wear a tie and they wanted to have a little fun, I think this would be a great gift. I'm not a Paisley guy, but I know a lot of people are based upon the ties I see around the office. And this tie, you know, Paisley is by definition busy. And so here you've got kind of the halfway point between the last two ties where I don't think people would notice the cap shield because, unless they're really staring at your tie because it just, you know, would look like a Paisley design from a distance. And if you're like me, the biggest problem you have, and Justin, maybe you have a solution, but I, I hate I'm out in the wind, the tie is flapping in my face, I'm bending over, the tie is dangling, I can't keep the back of the tie and the front of the tie together, they look like I'm wearing a V. You need to wear um, some just plain old scotch tape there to fix that. <laughs> that is annoying, and I'll tell you my secret, is I just don't wear ties. <laughs> Well, I ended up really liking the idea of a tie bar. And at Shop Disney, they have this Captain America one, as well as some other designs. And again, kind of subtle, not so subtle that people aren't going to notice, because being the only splash of color, it draws attention to itself. But 
It's just a plain silver bar that's going to prevent all of the problems that neckties bring inherently. I put this on there, obviously. Eternals had a tie-in with Urban Decay, and they came out with a huge display box of all the different products in one box. So it's like a you could buy the things individually, but they also put it like in a really cool box. Now, the box normally runs $300. It is on sale. I believe it was $147, like some bizarre amount. But it has eyeshadow, it has eyeliner, it has lipstick, highlighter, it has your um, primers in there, and it comes in a really fancy Eternals box that ties into the movie with their different symbols. You can get this at Urban Decay for the box, or you can get the individuals at Ulta. Adidas has some really cool shoes that are Stan Smith shoes, and they've got Hulk ones that are kind of cute. They're black with a little bit of Hulk on the side. It says Hulk smash. There's a little bit of Hulk on the tongue, green in the back, and on the bottom of the shoe, it looks like Hulk is punching through the bottom of your shoe. And then the white ones over here are a Groot and Gamora shoe. I really like these because it's got like a cork around the bottom of the sole. It's got a little tiny Groot there like kind of by the heel. Gamora on the tongue, but they just kind of look like classic Adidas. I really like those. So, But those run anywhere from $60 to $100 depending on the sale. But again, great shoes. It's a great gift. People collect shoes and they collect Marvel things. They also had some cute little shower slides. They had them in adult and children's sizes. So if you need somebody who likes to wear these, I mean, I wear these all the time. I think Arnie wears these this time. I'm sure Justin wears shoes like this. And they're handy to have around to go outside real quick or if you've got to go somewhere like get a pedicure or whatever. But they had some really cool Spider-Man ones. Yeah. These are like our generation slippers. I don't know anybody our age who wears house slippers. We all have sandals or flip-flop type of stuff like this. Yep. Now, I don't know about you guys, but for me, the worst part of Christmas was family. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the divergent political opinions, the relatives who drink too much, and the awkward conversations. And one year, we discovered the key to a harmonious Christmas. Board games. After the gifts, after the food, we actually just gathered around and played board games, and that stopped all the awkward conversations, and everybody had a common topic where we were all on the same page. And whether it was Pictionary or Risk or Clue, there was something, and it just became a tradition in our family, let's play a game and not argue. And so I think the best thing to do is find a game that people will just know that they don't have to come in and have a complicated rule book or anything, because then they're going to walk away and just get another drink and start the arguing again. So Monopoly, I think everybody pretty much knows how to play Monopoly. And the 80th anniversary Monopoly set, yeah, it came out last year, is down to $41 on Amazon. So you get this, have somebody open it on Christmas Day, break it out right after the food, I guarantee a more harmonious Christmas. <laughs> that's that's good advice. That is good advice. My only thing with some of these Monopoly games that they bring out is that they they decide to not just redesign the board, which is fine, you know? I mean, you can basically go by the colors and all those rules are the same. I don't like when they change up the monetary value that we've been used to since the beginning. And this one sticks with what you know. 500 being the top dollar, $1 being the lowest. That's where you need to be. And this one actually makes sense. I played Deadpool Monopoly and it was just like, oh, I'm on 
chimichanga. I guess that's $200. Here, instead of apartments and things, you've got comic covers that you buy. And the most expensive, the boardwalk here is Marvel Comics number one, way back from the 30s. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. So the properties are comics rather than than actual properties. Mm-hmm. Yep. But you still go to jail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For stealing comics. <laughs> I found these on Amazon, and I thought these were amazingly creative and really unique, but it's a set of Marvel playing cards, and it's by Bicycle, and they took the traditional card art, like, you know, they have the kings and the queens and the jokers and all that, and used Marvel characters for them. And I think it turned out really well. And I think they're really ornate and unique. And I think these are, it'd be great to have one as a collector and then maybe have one as a set you could actually use. Cause you know, they get kind of dingy and stuff when you use them. But I think the art is really cool. That is cool. I've seen other, other playing cards where it's, you know, I mean, ace through 10 are always just, you know, the basic design, but it's, it's the, jack queen and king where they can really shine on these things and a lot of times they just take pictures from a property and make Mm -hmm. it the king here they've actually designed these to look like classic cards yeah these are really really cool and they're just ten dollars a deck at amazon and yeah i agree with marjorie completely keep one just to keep and then break one out and play card games that day not anything with gambling that will lead to drunken arguments Penny Annie stuff only. I'm trying to think. Uh, bridge or... I used to play spades a lot in college. Gin. Yeah, gin. Go fish. Something that's become pretty big in the pandemic era is puzzles. I've always known a few people, like Brock, who does the announcements for this show, has been building puzzles for years and years. But ever since COVID, when people are trapped in their house, I've never seen such an explosion of people doing jigsaw puzzles as I have now. And there's a lot of Marvel jigsaw puzzles you can choose between. And if you don't like board games, this might be something else that can shut people up after your Christmas event. It's just... Pour this out and everybody start working on a jigsaw puzzle together. Actual family cooperation as compared to discussion on the latest political topics. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I have the patience for puzzles, but I like the way you frame it. You know, if, it's, if you're spending time with family and you need an activity, break out the puzzle. Marjorie and I did one. We did a Spider-Man comic cover one early this year, and it turned out to be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Just something for the two of us to do that didn't involve a screen, where we just sit, talk, and put together that puzzle, and work on the pieces, and when one of us gets really frustrated, walk away. (laughs) Yeah, and there's three stages of doing puzzles, though, because at first you dump it out, you're like, oh, there's way too many pieces, they've made a mistake here. And then you're in the middle, you're kind of like, oh, this is good, I'm finding all these pieces. And then the last third is, oh my god, they shorted us pieces, because it never seems like you have enough left to fill the holes, but you do. (laughs) There is every time the conversation of, oh, they missed a piece, (laughs) this piece doesn't exist. (laughs) And it always does. Now, I put this Deadpool one on there, I just bought it for us, that looks impossible. Yeah, I don't know about that one, I guess we'll try it and see how long it takes to rage quit. And if anybody's looking at this on a big enough screen, play Where's Waldo? Where's Spider-Man? There's one Spider-Man in all of these Deadpools. (laughs) Yeah, that one's enough to drive you crazy. 3,000 pieces also. But I also kind of, if you want something easier, I kind of like the Infinity Saga poster one. Toothbrushes. Again, soap, toothbrushes. These things are constant Christmas gifts. But never in my life would I be so happy about a toothbrush as I am 
about this EVO. IRM-1 Rechargeable Electric Toothbrush. Look at this toothbrush. It is a glossy red. It has the Iron Man 2 triangle arc reactor as the power button. It's got lights on the handle. Its charging base is an arc reactor. There's the triangle design in the toothbrush head. The box is signed by Tony Stark. Ooh, because this is actually Tony Stark's toothbrush. He designed this and made it. (laughs) Now, it's a $200 toothbrush, but that's not all that expensive for electric toothbrushes because, I mean, if I go and look at Oral-B's at Walmart, you know, while there are cheap models, it's not uncommon to see $150 for a toothbrush. Yeah. And this one, this company EVO, I had to do some research because there is no company EVO. I couldn't find them other than this Iron Man toothbrush. But their parent company is in Ontario, California, and they make high-end dental equipment, like x-ray machines for your dentist to use, and all kinds of dental stuff for actual dentist offices. And so you're getting a toothbrush from a company that knows teeth. No, yeah, I mean, on the surface, an Iron Man-themed toothbrush seems kind of gimmicky, but these guys went all in. I mean, it's not like it's just they slapped... A few things that kind of look Iron Man-y on an existing brush. This thing looks like it was designed from the ground up to be, what if Tony Stark designed his own toothbrush? And the big question Marjorie had was, well, what about replacing the toothbrush head? And that's a very good question. It was one that I hadn't thought of. They don't have any for sale now, but the company promised on Facebook that they are going to be adding additional toothbrush heads very soon. So you will be able to then replace the toothbrush head every three months like you should. Yeah, that that seems very necessary and something a little bit concerning that they didn't think of right out of the gate, but sounds like they're on it now. (laughs) Yeah, I think they realized that people wouldn't be happy on a $200 toothbrush to just grab the nearest Oral-B toothbrush head and pop it on and have it look really bad. Because you're paying for aesthetic. Yeah, even assuming that that would even be compatible. Who knows if there's some sort of proprietary plug socket there. But this is, strangely and coincidentally, my electric toothbrush recently broke. The good thing about that is if your electric toothbrush breaks, it's still a toothbrush. It's just not an electric toothbrush. (laughs) The Mitch Hedberg joke. (laughs) Escalators temporarily stairs. But I wonder if that was some divine intervention telling me that this should be mine. I didn't even notice the bristle design, did you? You can tell, Justin, which which gift he's like super excited about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we we spent a little bit of time on this one. (laughs) You got the sales pitch. (laughs) Another thing that I think is kind of cool in everyday item that they've slapped a Marvel logo on (laughs) is Maglite has the license. And... Let's face it, they are the best flashlight maker, right? Is there any argument about that? They're solid. You can't kill a Maglite. My mother has hers from 1976. (laughs) And now they've started doing color schemes on them. So Deadpool's black and red. The Iron Man is gold and red. And these I'm showing you are LED flashlights, you know, smaller flashlights that you can keep around in case you lose power. But what got me is they do have their classic big ass I'm a cop D-cell mag light. Skull crackers. And it does come with a Punisher logo and I'm like I have to have that thing. (laughs) 
for when you're patrolling the grounds at night. I know how it is. You gotta have. <laughs> I mean, I'm out looking for my dog. I need. To have... <laughs> they have other designs of the D cell battery as well. They've actually had these for a while and are into series three with Shang Chi and Eternals designs. But in the D cell, they've got Spider Man, Venom, and Punisher. And I was just like, that's cool. But then they've added Deadpool, Iron Man, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, and Eternals. And, I mean, you always need a flashlight. You have to have your emergency preparedness kit. Especially where you and I both live, Justin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Power outages are not uncommon. Never know when that tornado's coming through and a mag light's gonna withstand that tornado. Right. So what do you, what do you get for somebody who already has... You know, some of those higher price items, you know, like AirPods. Well, I know my both my kids have AirPods. And one thing I never considered was a case to protect the case for the AirPods. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's an important component because if you lose that case or it gets broken, you're not charging your AirPods anymore. So it makes sense that you want to keep that case, you know, from damage. And if you have a Marvel fan, why not make a cool one? And Target has some designs the one we're showing here is a cool little Spider-Man head that almost feels like it's a Funko style or that type of thing. You know, vinyl type of bigger eyes, rounder head type of thing. I've seen these at Target. I saw the Captain America shield and the Infinity Gauntlet one. Nice. They're just like silicone cases with, you know, a carabiner on them so you can carry them on your backpack or whatnot. But if it's something that you need, why not? put a little pizzazz to it and go with the Mar Marvel style. What I would say is this is great to give a person if you're buying them AirPods Pros for Christmas too. You like give them the case first and they'll be like, thanks. And then you give them the AirPods Pro. Nice. And for our final item, what better to give someone for Christmas than Robert Downey Jr.? I concur. That would be a good gift. I'm an autograph collector I have been, I, I think I have to just admit that, I'm coming up on my 20th year of autograph collecting. I started in 2002 at Star Wars Celebration 2, and since then I have collected hundreds of autographs from hundreds of celebrities, and Robert Downey Jr. is my white whale. How do you get a Robert Downey Jr. autograph? The only way has been to find him on the streets, and we have tried. We've also gone to a special gala where he was attending, but his bodyguards were such that you could not get close to get an autograph. How is John Favreau in real life? Amazingly funny. Very nice. Yeah. It's the second <laughs> time we've seen him in a uh, at a gala, and he's really good and able to work the crowd and stuff. He actually like spent five minutes talking to us. He's a very good at making you think you're the only people in the room. Nice. I was making a happy oh. Hogan joke, but... <laughs> No, he really was there. <laughs> That's awesome, though. Yeah, he, he, he interviewed him. He interviewed Robert Downey. And so SWAU, which is an autograph company for mail-in, is doing a signing with Robert Downey Jr. Now, for me, that's not as good as him doing a convention where you could go and press the flesh, although these days with COVID, you're not pressing much flesh anyway. But you can get Robert Downey. And if you found him on the street, I have a couple Robert Downey Jr. autographs that I've bought from fellow collectors that I know. And this is what they look like if you find him on the street. The one on the Marvel Select I have isn't so bad, but I want you to look at the one on the photo. I mean, really look on the one on the photo there. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Did you drop a pen? <laughs> Can you believe that's authenticated? There is a company out there that looks and knows that squiggle is Robert Downey and not somebody else's squiggle. <laughs> well, SWAU, I've been talking to them. They promise he will give a full graph. Now, not sure what that means, but if you knew Robert Downey Jr., if you could find him like during the days of Iron Man before he was super famous and super, super rich when he was still on the comeback trail, you got an autograph like this. That's a lot different than today. <laughs> and so they're promising, they say they can't force a celebrity to sign a certain way, but they promise it's not the squiggle. And he will, if you want, there are add-ons. You can have him write to you. You get your name on a Robert Downey Jr. autograph. You can have him sign a character name. You will, can even have him sign a quote from his character. Is this a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity? Will he never do this again? I don't know. But I feel like this isn't the only chance you have. But yet, if it is, this isn't a time to pass it by. And if you know someone who's an Iron Man fan, this will come a little bit after Christmas. The signing's happening early next year. But imagine giving them that pre-order slip that says, you're going to get a piece of paper that says, To Robert, I am Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. Man, I hope all these people's name is Robert. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> now, this isn't cheap. For just him to scribble his name is $700. If you want him to add your name or a character name, add $400 each. And if you want him to add a quote of up to eight words, add $450 to <laughs> So for the full package, it's a $2,200 autograph. That is not cheap. But it may be your only chance. And if you know someone who's an autograph hunter and would like something personalized and more than the street squiggle, it's kind of worth it. And he's not keeping the money. This is all going to his Footprint Coalition, which is a pro-environmentalist charity. So do you know, like, I'm not an autograph guy, but like a lot of times I know autographs are like, okay, you can buy one of these five photos and you can have it customized or whatever can you send items in could you send in a iron man figure and have that the thing getting signed yes absolutely they have probably a hundred photos for you to choose between that are very nicely printed photos i've gotten some autographs from them on natalie portman and i've ordered for chris pratt they have nicely printed photos, but you can mail in an item. And I am mailing in for Robert Downey Jr. the faceplate of the Hasbro Legends helmet. Oh, perfect. That'll be cool. I got Josh Brolin to sign the Hasbro Infinity Gauntlet. And they're doing Don Cheadle. So I'm going to have like two helmets and the gauntlet all just lined up with autographs. Nice. So I just think, you know... This is really rare. I would never put an autograph on here if it wasn't Robert Downey frickin' Jr. But yeah, I this is give me chills if somebody gave me this and I didn't know about it. <laughs> yeah, that this this is the above and beyond gift for that collector in your life. Honestly, I mean, I was at the point of if I couldn't get him at the galas I went to, I'd probably have to throw a charity event for the Footprint Coalition to get his autograph. So this is much cheaper than me throwing a charity event. <laughs> yeah. Did you know I was going to throw a ball, Marjorie? I did not, and I'm a little disturbed. <laughs> well, you know, I've got the biggest balls of them all, as ACDC said. <laughs> so I'm curious. So 
When were you, I mean, so were, you were going to throw a charity ball? Yeah, like some sort of super villain. Yeah, that sounds like what it is. <laughs> I was going to reach out to the coalition and ask, you know, what would the what would we need to do to host a charity event and have Robert appear, and what would be the minimum amount of donations, and try seven fifty, maybe a thousand a plate. Who was organizing this? Oh, that was me. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> that moment when you realize your husband was almost this close to organizing a charity ball behind your back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, we're going to go out Saturday night, by the way. Um, <laughs> wear a really nice dress. You're the hostess. This is much easier and cheaper, although I don't get to shake his hand, so. Yeah, but we sat, like, two tables away from him, so. <laughs> Like you said, I don't know what his availability at cons in the past has been to get an autograph, even if it's been an opportunity. Not at all. Yeah, I was going to say, with him not being in the MCU anymore, I just can't see that becoming more frequent now. I mean, a few more movies like Doolittle and Maybe, but... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But that brings our 2021 gift guide to a close. So hopefully there's something on here that has inspired you for your Marvel friends. If... You know, get together, come to a Facebook group, do a Marvel white elephant exchange. I guarantee we've had something on here, even if it's an iPod Pro case, that would be great for a white elephant gift exchange with fellow Marvel fans. And as for us, we are going to be back soon. We've already recorded our next episode. Do you know, Justin, what I got last week? I don't think I do. I heard some beeping because, you know, I work from home and I just heard outside beep, beep. <laughs> and they unloaded five Haslab Sentinels. Oh boy. <laughs> well, that's that's hundreds of pounds of new toys to talk about. So we're going to be back in just a couple weeks with hands-on review of the Haslab Sentinel. So all that and more on the next Marvelicious Toys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com. You can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for collectibles, and read articles on Marvel movies, comics, and collecting. It's all at MarveliciousToys.com. You can also help out our show by telling your friends to listen by posting on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or in person. We would also greatly appreciate a five-star review written on iTunes. A link to our iTunes feed is at MarveliciousToys.com. We want your feedback. You can email us at show at MarveliciousToys.com or find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Find all those links at our website. If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars Collecting is covered at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at SWActionNews.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Artie Carvalho. Associate produced by Jason Latham. Video editing by Andrew and Daryl. Graphic design by Justin. Photo editing by Jeff and Curtis. Announcements by Brock. If you want to hear reviews of every movie ever based on Marvel Comics, check out those reviews and hundreds more on the Now Playing Podcast at nowplayingpodcast.com. 
Marvel Comics and all that the Marvel Multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. Marvelicious Toys is a Venganza Media production. Copyright 2021. And no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. Did one of you put art on here? I did not. Or was that also like hand? Uh, I assumed it was you. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was you because it wasn't me. I didn't know other people went and usually I say put a blurb or your name. They didn't put shit. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll run with it. I take the dead silence. This one isn't one of yours either. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> you okay there? Here I'm like, we're getting to the section where I can shut the f*** up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where to get this. Say Paisley one more time. <laughs> Paisley. <laughs>